So you filed for divorce. You're in the process. You get something in the mail that says you have to show up for a deposition. What do you do? Hi, I'm attorney Paula Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on your income. So the less you make, the less you pay for our services. Today, we're going to be discuss discussing, easy for me to say, uh, we're going to be discussing uh, divorce depositions in Massachusetts. What is a deposition? Well, a deposition is one of the ways to get discovery in a uh, divorce case. Discovery is basically the exchange of information. You're trying to get information about your ex. Your ex is trying to get information about you. A lot of it has to do with finances uh, and so forth, but not, not all. That's not the only thing. Um, so there are a number of di different discovery instruments, if you will. There are interrogatories. There are requests for documents. There are requests for production. Uh, there are depositions. Uh, and depositions are really probably the most complicated of, of all of them. So a deposition, think of it as a sort of a mini trial. Uh, it's a trial where there's only one witness, so one person is called to be deposed. And that means that they are going to be asked a series of questions. So it takes place typically in a lawyer's office. Uh, you will be there with your attorney if you have one. The other side will have an attorney. Um, and if you're going to the deposition, you will be placed under oath. There's a stenographer there. Everything is recorded, uh, usually audio and video recorded, as well as transcribed, you know, the, uh, uh, the little typewriter looking thing. Uh, so everything is, everything is, um, there's a record of everything that's made. The, you will be under oath so that if uh, you lie, you will be committing perjury. So we certainly don't want that to happen. Um, so what happens is there's just one, uh, one witness and uh, the only difference between a trial, uh, well, one of the only differences between a trial and a deposition is that there's no judge present at the deposition. Uh, so we'll see why that's important in just a moment. So you have both sides there, the stenographer is there, you're placed under oath, and the attorney who's uh, uh, called the deposition will start asking you questions. So they're going to ask you to identify yourself for the record, who, you know, who are you, uh, where do you live, all, all kinds of stuff like that, just to sort of set the baseline. And then they're going to ask you lots and lots of questions. Depositions can go on for hours. I mean, very complicated cases, they go on for days. Uh, one after day, one after another. Um, but typically they go, they'll last an hour to a couple hours maybe. Um, and it's very frustrating. It's very intimidating to, to be deposed. Uh, I was deposed once only for a personal injury case that I was in. Uh, and I had been to hundreds of depositions before, but when you're the person on the hot seat, uh, it is a, a little different. I can tell you that for sure. So, uh, you know, don't be surprised if you're anxious, if you're nervous about it. Everybody is. So, uh, you know, don't don't worry about that. So uh, the attorney will be asking a number of questions. If your attorney has objections to the questions, they will object to the to the questions as they're being posed. But again, there's no judge present. So there's no judge that can rule on the objection, either overruling or sustaining the objection. And you'll be probably be in instructed to answer the question anyway. The reason that your attorney is objecting to the question is he or she is preserving their right to argue in front of a judge should the other side want to use the transcripts from the deposition. So let's just say, for example, that uh, you're asked the question and uh, your attorney thinks that it's a, a question that calls for hearsay. So they object, they say, objection, hearsay. No judge, so they just wait until they can get before a judge. Now, um, because, because the record is kept, 
um, the transcript uh, or the or, or the um, recording can be admitted into trial in a couple of different ways. One way is that if you change your story from the deposition to the witness stand at trial, they can take out the deposition transcript and say, well, on such and such a date, we took your we took your deposition. Is that correct? And we asked you this question. Is that correct? And you answered this and they'll show you the, the record. They'll, they'll probably have you read it, uh, what you said. And if it differs, it's going to make it look like you are less credible, that you're changing your story. Uh, and that's a way of impeaching you, impeaching the witness. Uh, another, another way is uh, depositions are sometimes for witnesses that aren't uh, parties to the action. And if for some reason the witness can't make it to the trial, uh, the party the party who wants to introduce that evidence uh, has a record and can make a motion to the court to allow that into evidence. So your attorney may object to a question and later if the, if the other side wants to put that into evidence, whatever the, um, uh, whatever the answer to the question was, they've preserved that right to now argue before the judge that you're in front of at trial. Uh, if they don't object at the time of the deposition, that objection is waived and they cannot bring it up at trial um, for the first time. So it's very important uh, to have an attorney there, um, even though the judge isn't present, because you must you must um, preserve the record in order to preserve your rights. So then you go before the judge and you argue why you think it should be kept out. The other side argues why they think it should be let in. And then the judge makes a decision. But at least you have lived to fight another day uh, from the day of the deposition. So like I say, uh, the one party, one lawyer will be asking you a lot of questions. And there can be cross-examination uh, as well. Uh, the cross-examination just allows the other attorney to ask questions as well. Um, so sometimes they, they will also ask you to bring in uh, documents with you um, uh, with a subpoena. So you get the, you get the notice of deposition with a subpoena and it says to bring in your, I don't know, financial records or your records of your rental properties or whatever it might be. So, uh, sometimes you have to bring those, uh, those documents with you. So you have to bring them in and you have to testify. So a double whammy for you on, on that day. So that's what a deposition is. They're uh, very important. Uh, in many divorce cases, they, they aren't used uh, because it takes up a lot of time. That's expensive for everybody. Uh, and if possible, uh, we, we try to get around not using depositions. Um, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes depositions have to be taken. Uh, and sometimes if the other side's taking the deposition, you certainly uh, would want to have have someone there. So let's say your ex wants to, wants to uh, depose uh, a witness uh, you should be there you, or your attorney should be present to get the information that the witness is, is saying, to get a feel for the witness as well, as far as their credibility goes, and to challenge any questions that, uh, that they might have. So depositions, very important. Uh, if you get a notice for a deposition, if you're not already represented, it, you should really give it a hard look. And I think you should probably decide to get an attorney to represent you. You should have an attorney throughout the process. I know that many people think that they cannot afford an attorney uh, because attorneys, for the most part, are very expensive. And that's where we come in. At Afford Law, we practice the family law and criminal law on a sliding scale fee basis. That means that our fees are based on your income. So the less you make, the less you have to pay for our services. We're trying to make ourselves as affordable as possible to the hardworking men and women of Massachusetts. Feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org and feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any questions you might have about criminal matters or family law matters in Massachusetts. Because at Afford Law, 
we're making justice affordable. Thank you.